This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcaster's policies or views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for all or any views expressed on this podcast. And as always, listeners' discretion is advised. What happens when you get a lonely tree farmer and a gypsy family who wreaks havoc over your life? You get today's case. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Scam Fam. Welcome to You Had Me at Fraud. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 32. What it do, boo. We doing it today. Um, So, this episode... Is a good one, y'all. I don't think we've covered a scam of this. Like, we've covered some big ones, but I feel like this is on a different level than the ones we've I feel covered. Like, I feel like the story is, well, it's most definitely different. I feel like yeah. the way we have to tell it, too, is also different because yeah. it usually focused on the, like, the fraud or the, yeah. what do you call them? We, we focus you know, on the scammer. Yeah, because I'm a little tip. But <laughs> yeah, you got like we focus on them and what they did, but this is what we're focusing on what these people did. Yeah, but we focusing on, on that that victim too. It's like yeah. damn. Yeah, we're focusing on the victim too because we can't tell one story without telling the other. And I just want to tell y'all to buckle up y'all seatbelts because this story this week is in for a ride. Girl, I didn't know what you. <laughs> Buckle up, like, where are we going? Buckle up. We about to go on this adventurous this ride. And this is the story of Ralph Reigns Jr. and the scammers by the name of Rachel Lee, Blancy Lee, and Portia Lee. I'm going to ask a question later on. Okay. There's so many things that's it it is a lot of stuff. What you gonna have some questions after this, and we might not be able to answer them. We might not be able to answer <laughs> all of them, but I'm actually gonna make go ahead and make that Facebook group so we can start discussing because this is a good one we can start off with with the group and we can go in there and start discussing. It. You need to get a Facebook. Yes, you need to get your Facebook again. I'm so comfortable with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let's get on to the story. So, Ralph Rain Jr. grows up. And he grows up an hour away from Oregon. Isn't that where Barb, our younger sister, wanted to move to Oregon? She yeah. loves it. Portland, Oregon. Yeah. So, as an only child, he grew up. On a tree farm. So dad purchased the land in the mid-50s. And they started planting trees. And Ralph Jr. will watch his dad. And he will also uh, plant trees too. He said he planted, started planting his first tree at the age of 10. Yeah. So 
pretty soon they had well over a million trees and these trees will go for about a thousand dollar a tree i wonder what kind of trees they were i'm not i was like looking at them like that's a riddle like i yeah. know what they were really tall trees. Like I know which trees is which trees. Oh yeah. God, like a red oak. But yeah. And this yeah. was well over what? 50 years oh my God, worth God, of trees. Decades. Decades of trees that they had grown on this farm. So, by the way, just to backtrack a little bit. Ralph's father was Ralph Rain Sr. And he was a world-renowned a World War Two pilot that was worth millions. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tree farm was said to be sustainable, self-sustainable, but I said self-sustainable, <laughs> sustainable. But the public was welcome to come on the farm and you know do to- they did tours around That's the tree farm. That's smart. Yeah, I'll be thinking like I. Like I would, I would be so paranoid at night. Be like, did everybody leave off the property? Right, because it was a large so property. I would have been, been leaving, living in one of them trees. You, <laughs> you couldn't get up there. Home. You couldn't get up in those trees. I'll find a way. Then you could possibly get lost in the. That's why I said in I the trees. There. So, growing up, Ralph Junior was said to be. Bright, but very gullible. And he was also a little socially awkward. Yeah. Yeah. You could kind of tell. And Even now. Yeah. As an adult. (laughs) (laughs) You're a mess. Yeah, he was very socially awkward. And they they even said he didn't have much of a social life outside of the people that would come to the tree farm. like So, like, the customers and the staff. That's sad because... No, go ahead. It's just like... At the same time, it's like he was the only child. Like, yeah, it's already going to be kind of socially awkward because what I noticed with like, I'm not going to say like all kids, but we grow up in a home and there's more than one child is more social. Yeah, and, like you see the, how the differences in dynamics when it's just you, it's what's okay. I don't have, I'm not socializing with other people like that. And then most likely I may or might, I don't know, might get your way. Cause you don't have to share with nobody else. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I mean, I'm not saying if you're the only child, but if, if I was the only child, I'd probably be awkward. I'm already awkward, but <laughs> even more awkward. Cause it was like, share. Bye. Not going what in. is that? What's the, that's why Kimberly failed kindergarten. <laughs> We're going to keep moving on to the story because you're doing too much. You're doing too much talking right now. I'll be quiet. Okay. So (laughs) moving along. So Ralph said his father did most of the um, decision making and um, he ran the, he ran (laughs) What was that sound? (laughs) (laughs) He ran. It was a sound. It might be the wind. I think it's something to win. Okay. (laughs) Moving right along. (laughs) 
he ran, said the father ran most of the business and made all of the decisions and he fulfilled the orders. It seemed like his father was like a really hard worker. Hard worker, yeah. Father. Just like, he seemed like he was a good man. Yeah. And Ralph Jr. Uh, said he liked getting dirty. He liked doing the dirty work on the farm. Put me in and let me plant them trees. You know what it's about to be. Money. I'm done. That go. seems like that will be a song on Bob's Burgers. <laughs> you always say, <laughs> don't it? You always say, I remind, remind y'all somebody from Bob's Burgers. Uh, Linda, the yes. mother. So Ralph Jr. said he lived very frugal. He didn't care about money. He didn't care about designer. He didn't care about nothing he lived he would shop at walmart he didn't thing. care about and even the even the um the thrift shop they said that's the mm-hmm. thing is like like he had generational wealth mm-hmm. and yeah he was living like sorry i'm gonna say it he was living how rich people like that are able to hold on to their generational wealth yeah live like they not money is not a thing showing to them. Off. right yeah, it's just like you know that's to be secure for the future and for now. Yeah. You know, it's people, I don't know. I wish, I, shoot, I wish, because I, I still work at, work at Walmart. I said work. I I'll probably be in my life. Shop at Walmart. I'll probably, like, probably be like somewhere in the middle. Like, I like, you know, I like my little designer things, but I'm not overly obsessed with designer yeah. items. But I'm also not, I don't want to be, I don't mind where I'm at now, but I want to not have to worry. I want to swipe my card and not have to worry about, oh, I got this bill coming up due yeah. or this bill coming up due. I just want to swipe and be comfortable. I'm fine with just being comfortable. Girl, you know, I just let me have some nice wigs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm more of a bad girl, so yes. let me have some nice purses and maybe some shoes and the rest would probably be in savings or going towards investments and stuff like that. Mm. But so, um, yeah, so Ralph, he didn't care about money, but one that he did find interest in was the paranormal and psychic realm. Mm-hmm. And this drew him to a psychic shop while he was visiting Ben Oregon one day. And it was ran by a woman named Ralph Lee. No, Rachel Lee is her well, name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Rachel Lee. You've been messing up the name. <laughs> I ain't me no more. I've been talking about you for weeks. <laughs> Rachel Lee. <laughs> confidence. Ralph. I say <laughs> I said it with extra <laughs> <laughs> And he said the first time he visited Rachel, he only spent $10 for a few hours. And That's he he thought you. that was a bargain. He thought that was a steal. Um, so, yeah. And at the time, he was 57 years old. Yeah. Hmm. 57 years old, girl. So, so he is old now. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's older now. <laughs> so, during the reading, 
he had, one of the readings he had with Rachel, he expressed he wanted a family. He wanted to be married and Rachel said he want, she wanted to help him. So one day she said she wanted to see Ralph's farm, which is a big mistake. Because by this time they had um, built some type of rapport where he was there all the time and, and they had a friendship, right. And um, she wanted to see the farm and he let her. So he, he brought her on a tour of the tree well, farm. I guess. And I was going to say, I wouldn't let her come to my farm. No. But at the same time, if they were doing like the tour stuff, I'm like, right. you have to pay for this. <laughs> just like you got you to wait at just $10. Like I got to pay for your service. For a few hours. <laughs> right. So he showed her around and she said, thank you so much, Ralph. You taught me so much. But little. Trees. <laughs> right. But little did he know she used that as a moment to scope out a scheme that would change his life forever and that's the crazy thing like to me it's like what about him said money because if you were to look at him Mm -hmm. that is the farm that she looked at that said money but the thing is like and i felt like he was telling her stuff telling her i got all this money during the readings why would you do that well they, they can get it out of you yeah I feel like Ugh. during the readings, he was letting all this information out. Like, I own a tree farm um, and all this. Because if somebody told me they own a tree farm, I'd be like, okay. I would not think money at me all. Me knowing now, not even from this, but me, you know, the line of work we do, being outside and knowing what it is, I can see how it could make a lot of money. Because his family but... was making telephone poles for different companies so but see with me i think like you know me even like on the type of job that we have like i I would just be like i honestly didn't know until this this episode like that tree farms make money like that yeah like yeah like i never you can sell it to companies for paper in my my mind i always thought of it as like there are no tree farms. There's just trees and the, the tree industry. Yeah. <laughs> chop them down or whatever. People plant them. But too. yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. You learn something every day. Every day. I learned a and ain't days nothing ago. wrong with that. You today is old when you learned it, huh? A snapping turtle. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Rachel, she she described herself as someone who would guide someone in need. And she this is how she described herself at her shop. Um guiding someone in need and she performed palm readings, tarot readings and more. So she was famous though. For what they call sweetheart swindle. Now, what a sweetheart swindle is, they take somebody, like somebody comes in and they express something about their love life. She goes in and empathizes with them, but she uses their heartstrings to swindle them out of money. But you said she was famous for it? So. That was her most famous 
thing at her shop, she would do the vulnerable so victims. That she was doing this? No. Oh, could you say famous for it? Like- that's what she was at doing the research. That's what that was her most famous. Oh, what she did. Yes. I thought you meant like she was known for that. And that people knew when they were still going no, to No, because um, there was a guy that used to come into her shop. Okay. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he said, Rachel, um, no, friends would describe this guy as being a little, you know, slow or off. And he would come into Rachel's shop and tell him tell her about his love interest right so according to him she said she found her soulmate one day and he said he would look at himself like she found me like i'm nobody like and she would tell him about all of her that she's getting the divorce from her husband and that she's going through troubles at in her relationship and that she would basically frame it to where she was showing interest in that guy. That's not her husband. So. She said, you're the one for me. Give me all your money. In the court. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're crazy. Okay, so basically what he told Rachel was that he wanted to reunite with a soulmate. And Rachel told him within two to ten years you will be reunited. Two to ten years? Yes. Sorry, I heard that wrong. I thought I'm thinking like two days to ten years. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a big range. Right. But soon she would come to him and be like, oh my gosh, you're the most wonderful guy I've ever met. I love you and all this other stuff. And one day they went to a car dealership. And he got hurt. And there at the car dealership she asked him, oh, can you co-sign for this car for me? And that turned into Oh, can you buy this for me? Uh, that also turned into, uh, can you help save my sister's house? This man had money like that? Yes. This also turned into, can you help me get a divorce lawyer? Now, mind you, he had no proof of this, but he was going by with the stuff she was saying. Because they had built this rapport, he was just giving her money, feeling bad for it. And... Until one day, he got called from the credit card company saying he was $1,000 behind in debt. Mm-hmm. And found out his name was on s- of so, several different credit cards Wait, that she owned. With this, it's just kind of like, she never served time for this? He never reported this? No. But, but... He did file a lawsuit, but she was never prosecuted. Mm-hmm. And this was, in this, he lost over $100,000. But you know what she did after that? Broke I would have broke both of her legs, too. <laughs> I would have snapped them both at the ankles. <laughs> she would 
shouldn't even get nowhere, swindle nobody. <laughs> That's crazy. But after, so after this, she moved to Oregon to get away from all the trouble she was in. And this is where we have this psychic shop that she's at where Ralph meets her. Okay, so now she's getting close to Ralph. Back to Ralph. She's getting close to Ralph. He had no problem shelling out cash to, for her. Because they had built this relationship, remember? And he ends up giving Rachel things like cash, expensive watches, and even a Hummer. And on Valentine's Day, he pays over $915,000 on a four-bedroom house on the hills of Portland. She used his money to furnish the whole house. <laughs> and she lived there for free for years with her family members. I mean, that wasn't her man, so she could have lived for free. For well, free. not for free, but she could have lived with her family members. With her family members. So... Um, I mean, I don't get This is crazy, right? So, in 2006, Ralph Sr., which is Ralph Jr.'s father, um, I would have been like, has a stroke. What are you doing with your life? <laughs> right. He ain't seen nothing. What, sir? <laughs> Young man. Yeah, I see you there sitting on the couch. <laughs> Young man. No money. What's that? What's that one college name that. Uh... What? Lisa, I see you there. Oh, the I see DC College. <laughs> <laughs> I see you there. Oh we doing nothing. He Get up off the couch. <laughs> he needed another hobby or he needed a, a companion, but somebody his age. We didn't even get to that part yet. But still. I wasn't saying that. He still needed something. He didn't even need to have like. It didn't even have to be, oh, love or whatever. You needed something else just to do. Mm-hmm. Because he was just throwing money away. Mm-hmm. I would have, look, if I was but a father. remember, money didn't mean nothing to him, so he didn't care. care. I would have been like this, son. <laughs> Sit down and stuff. I love you. Maybe he ain't know nothing about that at the time. He probably didn't know. But that's the thing is, like, you still got, even if you have a lot of money, you still got to keep up on top of your books, know what's going on, because... Mm-hmm. Somebody could be doing something and you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, this could have been prevented if the father just sat him, was looking at what he was doing, sat him down and been like, you know, no, this is this is going to stop. You're going to have to go do something else if you want to do this with these people. But this ends right here. Right. Because this is crazy. That is crazy. Y'all, so in 2006, Ralph Sr. has a stroke. And in poor health, Junior found himself in control of the farm. And he found himself in need of some help to help with the father and help, you know, with things around the farm. So that's another thing. The father should have taught him that stuff, especially about the financial part. Right, right. right. So many questions. But remember, he was, but was probably not as intelligent and probably didn't know. Then you hire somebody to be able yeah, to help him. Yeah, for sure. Do this. They should have had a family accountant. When you have millions like that, you need somebody else. And um, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Y'all. So, of course, he expressed this to Rachel. His friend. His friend. To the end. And she expressed how her husband was not 
that had died of cancer and that she used to be his caretaker. So hearing this, he said, I, I want to hire you. And not only that, she also said, oh, I used to work in bookkeeping. I know how to ma- I know how to manage uh my husband's business. Cause I do it all. Cause I do it all. So Ralph ended up hiring her to run the books for the farm. The money for the farm. And pretty soon she had control over all of his accounts. And did <laughs> <laughs> He agreed to pay her $8,985 a month for being his father's caretaker and bookkeeping. Yes. And sometimes... I don't know how much bookkeeping we get, but... I don't know. Caretakers don't really get paid much. I know. She was, he was getting paid you know, a lot. How, how long you been doing it? Right. But, so, Rachel took fully advantage of this. Sometimes she would pay herself two or three times a month. Oopsie. Using Ralph's money. That's crazy. A neighbor who used to work for the farm said he would notice Ralph Sr. She would come up and see him dirty. She would see him not shower. It looked like he hadn't showered for days. Mm. And she also said Ralph came when she uh, Ralph came to visit her father, his father, that he was in a bed in the hallway. Yeah, that was his room. The hallway was his room. I'm like, Ralph, where you at? But they was keeping him from his, his father. Yes. Sad. They were keeping him from his father. And not only that, they were keeping the family from Ralph because every time the family would call to see how, you know, Ralph Sr. was doing or how he was doing, mm-hmm. she would delete the messages. Like a crazy one. Like uh, a crazy. Like a crazy I don't even know what to say. Like, that's something somebody would do that's like, oh, I don't want them to see this message, so I'm going to erase it because I'm crazy. Like, that's crazy. That is wild. That's and it wild. gets worse. The story gets worse, y'all. Yeah. We ain't even into the We ain't the even potatoes. into the, uh, the thick of it yet. <laughs> the thick of it. <laughs> so... After Rachel did some digging, she found out that uh, Ralph Sr. had over $5 million in investment accounts that he shared with his son. And that they never touched the money before. So, what did she take? What did she figure out from this? That she was going to take some of that money. (laughs) So, during that years of psychic reading, she found out that Junior's, I'm going to call him Junior's, Ralph Junior's love interest will be blonde, fair-skinned, foreign, exotic, and she used this to divide, how do you say it, devise, a mat, deceive, (laughs) or devise a master scheme of big proportions, y'all. I'm going to say, like, she did not look exotic to me at all. No. A mess. No. <laughs> um, 
Stringy mess. <laughs> so, in October of 2017, she had her daughter, mm-hmm. Portia, meet. She had her daughter, Portia, meet Ralph at the airport where he was supposed to be ra- waiting for Rachel. With a blonde wig on. It was synthetic, y'all. It wasn't even... I'm going to have pictures of this on our Instagram page. So make sure y'all look at that. A blonde wig on. He also said she was tall, slender, and blonde with a British accent. But the thing is, too, she had another daughter. I don't know what her other daughter's name was. I forgot what her other daughter's name was. I'm not sure, but the one who did this was named Portia. Okay. Yeah. And that's where you're going to take over. Yes, it's my turn with the British accent she had. So, they got to know each other. And, you know, he was in love or whatever, whatever. He was in love. And, you know, the thing is about it, y'all, is that, okay, so we we already said that this was really Rachel's daughter. He didn't know that, of course. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a, ri- a wig. This girl was 17 years old. He didn't know. He didn't know that she was 17. She looked 17, too. That's she crazy. She looked a mess. That's all I saw was a mess. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. How are you doing this to your child? Uh, it's like you pimping your child out. She is, basically. So, like... One day, you know, she, you know, uh, what's her name? What's her name? Mary Marks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was her, that was her. The daughter's name. Alias name, Mary Marks, which was actually her grandmother's name, which is crazy. Yes. She was, they was just using the whole family for shit right. to get money. But, um, so Mary Marks. Was, AKA Portia. Was to the point where she was like, okay, we got to move forward. She basically proposed to Ralph saying that she wants to be married to him. She wants her him to be her husband and that she wants to help him take over the business and help him with the finances and everything like that. So what does that do? That kind of frees up stuff for, what's her name? Rachel. Rachel. So Rachel can go on and like, you know, spend money here and there and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, after they got married, Mm -hmm. they, quote unquote, became desperate for a child because he wanted a family and she, quote unquote, wanted to give that to him. Mm -hmm. Y'all, it's funny. It's crazy. So, they chose to do in vitro fertilization. Mind you, he was okay with this because he wasn't the type to really want to do have sex they've actually never had slept together never so what she had him do was put his soldiers into a a container that was marching on this is the crazy part so many questions take it to the airport where she will then take it to california to do the procedure if we are married I don't care if we not doing it or not. I'm coming with you for this procedure. 
I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to be with you. Yeah. And if mind you, you that's you months of go, hormone shots. And, but I don't think yeah. he knew the magnitude you know, of it. because he didn't know nothing about yeah. that. And it's just like, she just was like, peace out. Uh, I got the semen. Let me go act like I'm getting <laughs> stuff done. Mm-hmm. And on the first. And she was gone for months. Well, on the first round, I thought it was on the first. It did say on the first round that. Yeah, because it said on the first round she was, she conceived and she came back. So she must have been gone for some months. Mm-hmm. Came back with a little bump. That was a foam. It was a fake bump. It was a, it ended up being a foam belly. <laughs> and once again, so many questions. Why are you not seeing the belly? Why are you not going to appointments? Why are you not going to the appointments? And it's just so many questions. So time goes on. She has a baby. Another question is, why were you not in the room? Right. But he could be old school. But did you stay at home? Because I can only imagine you. (laughs) I can only imagine you going to the hospital. Y'all. What's going on? What baby? This that styrofoam. Almost sixty year old man. Oh, goodness gracious. In a styrofoam belly. Oh my gosh. She had to put that wig on every day. Mm-hmm. I know she was. And she mad. wore a hat on I top had, of it. I know she was hot. It was synthetic. It wasn't cute. It wasn't brushed. It wasn't kept. Yes. She got the styrofoam on. He ain't coming to appointments. They come back. She comes back with a baby. That look like it's about what? That baby was... Oh, yeah, two years. No, actually it wasn't. It was... This is what happened. He looked like he was least. When they showed showed him, but... This is what happened. That was a baby. It wasn't his baby. Mm -mm. It wasn't her baby. Mm -mm. It was her sister's baby. Yes. And the sister had a baby that was... Close to the quote unquote due date of when she was supposed to deliver, mm-hmm. and here's that baby. More questions, morals. Where are they? Because so you take the baby from the mother I'm not, that young. I'm not giving my child. I don't care for how much money. I'm not giving my child to my sister to be raised around some man. Like that's my baby. Mm-hmm. This is I'm not going to see my child every day. Like what is going on? This just shows you this family was willing to go to do to do anything. Crackheads for money. That I said it for money. Holes. Anything. Holes for money. To the point where you putting children at risk, like real children. So now this little boy is growing up thinking that this is his father, mm-hmm. and then this lady in this scary the one of developmental wig is his mother. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I hope therapy is implemented mm. in this child's life because this is crazy. So, she has a baby. The real mother ain't around. And guess who's the nanny? The grandmother. Rachel. Leave. The nanny. So, she went from caretaker where you got the father sitting in shit. Yeah. All day to 
the financial <laughs> advisor where yeah. she's taking all your money and you don't know what's going on because you don't even know what's happening. Right. To the nanny of their her alleged baby grandchild and you don't even know that everybody's related except for you. What? Sir. I'm a I I'm gonna need him to get a clue. Something ain't right. He was just. I think he was, he was really just, the new. He just wanted. He and just wanted the companionship. I say the only child thing. Mm-hmm. It's not really the only child. He didn't have a social life at all. Like why he didn't did have you, a friend? It didn't even seem did, like he had friends. Why did you not allow that in your child's life? I'm sorry. Even if he didn't want to have a friend, put him in an extracurricular activity. Like you had the money to do it, so more than not, enough money. It's not saying like you didn't have the money to do it. You had the money to do it, and now this man, this man, and the father's fortunes is just dwindling like crazy. You grow up searching for that companionship, that love, yeah. that longing, and now the wrong people, relatives that's related. And it's not to say that every person baby. that's the only child this happens no, I'm not to that at all. right, I'm right. I just wanted I'm, to let that be known. What I'm saying is, it's when you don't allow a social life <clears throat> mm-hmm. in your child's life, like things like this can happen. Absolutely. Like you could have, he could have had friends. If he didn't have friends, hey, put him in karate. He's still around, you know, other kids his age. He's gonna, mm-hmm. you know, did they have, have karate they, back then? Yeah, they had karate oh, back then. I mean, oh, don't do them like that. <laughs> need you to stop <laughs> don't even start <laughs> so <laughs> I'm done so she ended up having to use her sister's baby that mother is the biggest pimp in the world and and, two and then th- the father allowing this too that's crazy the father really didn't allow it because remember he was Elderly, he really didn't know what was going on, and he was passing away. He was being no, t- not that father. I'm talking about the father of the two daughters, the grandfather, Rachel's husband. Well, look Lance. at who he was married to. You're right. He benefiting off of it. You're right. Did, did you not see him? A he father's like- supposed to protect his daughters. It got yes. him out here pimping them out for an old man. And a mother will protect her daughters or her children. Right. A father will, in my yeah. opinion, uh-huh. like. So many people failed. <laughs> this whole everybody, this everybody failed, failed except for the investigators. <laughs> Those are the. I'm just like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. When I heard it, I said, okay. What's but when I heard on? it was the daughter, and I heard she was 17, like, what if that man decided he wanted to sleep with her? Oh, you gonna do it? Why? We gonna get this money? Like, that's disgusting. You should be. That's child trafficking your own child. I'm sorry I said it. It's the truth. It is. Mm-hmm. So, in 2009, was it? Yeah, 2009. Um, Rachel actually sells $2.1 billion of Ralph's... Million. Fame. Millions. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, y'all. Millions. <laughs> I said millions. <laughs> Uh, family's um, investments, which um, she actually pocketed herself 
and also use it towards her family and traveling and gambling and expensive cars and all types of materialistic things that are of high class, high value. And the whole time, she ain't work for nothing. She just scammed and is pimping her family out. Pimp my family out. Pimp my ride. Yeah, I was about to say everybody pimp my ride. Oh my gosh. So, then this is where I'm going to pick back up, yo. So, Ralph Sr. sadly ends up passing away at the age of 91. And Mary Marks, a.k.a. Portia, Rachel's daughter, was nowhere to be found. She said, I ain't coming to that funeral. And, but Mary, but Rachel showed up. She was at the funeral. Yes. And, but she was soon gone because she was said to be, had spent over $336,000 of spending in one month of his money. And what they said about, um, actually was, uh, Mark's, Mark's, (laughs) Ralph's cousin. Wanted to know why Mary wasn't there. Right. And he said, oh, she never really cared for him. So No, and would treat him terrible, yeah. And he was treated terrible. He wasn't taken care of, filthy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Mm-hmm. That's that's abuse. Now you're abusing, you're abusing your family, and now your child and you are abusing other people, as in Ralph and her father, mm-hmm. financially. And physically, like, that's abuse. Yeah. So, the state ended up going into probate, which, what's that? Don't be asking me those questions. Can you Google it real quick? Oh what's probate? Prohibition. Oh, my gosh. You know that's going to that on me. We gonna look up. and see what probate means, but you writing down words we don't even enter. You want to say it on the thing? It ended up that. going into probate, and but Rachel had told Ralph Jr. that he really owed taxes, mm-hmm. and that he had to sell his farm, some of his farm to pay for it. So soon, Mary went to him and said, "Mary went to him and said." Hey, by the way, I want to get pregnant again. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh. But in the meantime, Rachel. So y'all, because my sister didn't want to read it. Oh, I don't know. Propate is a up. formal legal process that gives recognition to a will or appoints the executor or personal representative who will administer a state. And distribute assets to the intended beneficiaries. So basically, his that form was about to be passed down to him, but she told him that he actually needed to sell. Once it went to him, said he needed to sell it for taxes. When he sold it, where that money go to? That money went right, right to Rachel. Right route, and. She, under his nose, ended up selling 1,000 acres, which totaled to the amount of $12.3 million of his tree farm. Millions. 
And y'all, when I tell you, I'm going to definitely include pictures on our Instagram page. They, when they sold it, the people came and chopped all of the trees down. Trees Ooh, that were decades. Show what it looked like before they chopped it Yes, down I'll show a before and after decades worth of trees chopped down. It looked like a deserted That's desert. Work. That is work because I don't know what it... I remember... <laughs> don't laugh at me, y'all. I remember building like little trees remember in Lincoln elementary you know what? You want to stop. <laughs> so like in elementary school, and I remember also helping my kids do it, like those little bulb trees. And like imagine growing them from how I don't know if you grew them from like a seed, like of a bulb, mm-hmm. or if you grow them from like a little like little trees that poke out. But that's a lot of work, and, when, and, when and I, a lot of time too. They has a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. And he said he actually like watching trees grow, and I'm like, that's like watching paint dry. What? It's like like watching your child you birthed grow up. I guess from because that was his. That's all he had was the trees. He didn't have friends. He didn't have really. Yeah, is it sad? So him watching those trees. <laughs> Stop. Oh my god, you keep laughing harder. (laughs) Oh my gosh, but oh, (laughs) he had a lot of patience. But um... obviously, look at what he was dealing with these (laughs) damn people in wigs and shit. Y'all, not you would think insult over injury. Watching his trees get cut down will be. He agreed to it, by the way. He was he like, okay, because he, he thought he, he, had, thought he to had to do the yeah. taxes. Mary Marks comes to him and says, oh, I lost our second child. Oh, yeah, because she had came back with her, another bump. She came back with another styrofoam, styrofoam belly and said she had, but Hold after up. that. Wait a minute. So she's like coming in and out her life. I have, no. What's we going have, on? I got I to interrupt. I got to interrupt. Yeah, what kind of marriage is that? But, okay, you have all this money because y'all stealing why is your wigs not human by now and why yeah it was like a party city wig why are you having styrofoam instead of like then they don't they have like those fake um pregnancy bellies they do she could afford it that but they decided to take the cheap route they said not one penny is gonna be used the to do anything special. If he, and the thing is... They, the thing is, they didn't have to go spend, do all that to make him believe that. Kim, look. Because he was so naive. Kim, look at all the stuff that they were spending. Mm-hmm. What was she spending? Was she a victim? <gasps> Did we just open up a can of worms? Because obviously I do think... What if that mother... No, but... What if the mother of the daughter... The one that had the baby, what if she was a victim too? Because it shows the father. As when I say the father, I say, I mean, Rachel's husband. What's his name? Blanche. Yeah. Mm. Blanche. I don't like it. <laughs> but they show Blanche and uh, Rachel spending, spending, spending. But you don't ever see. Sorry to anybody named Blanche. You don't ever see. Mary, aka Portia, being spending anything like yeah, she would fly back and forth mm-hmm. to California if that's even where she was going. 
Yeah, well, they she didn't really go into her that. story, but we just really don't know. Yeah, they don't. They don't say. Yeah, it, it's. Mm. But later on, she. We'll go into that That's later. That's a terrible on. mother. Yeah. She's not a mother. She's not a good mother. <laughs> so. She you left off where she came back with the styrofoam belly. Yes. So. After they said they lost that second child, she flew back. Ralph, home. yeah, he she flew back to it. What what was London? It? London, and Ralph got a call saying that Mary had died from her cousin. Yeah. It was probably her husband. It was probably her father playing mm-hmm. to be the cousin, saying, or even the sister, saying that she passed away. Mm-hmm. Like, That's that crazy. Broke me. Yes, my father passed away. My um, wife passed away, lost our child. My estate is gone. Mm-hmm. My inheritance is gone. Mm-hmm. Where's the son? <laughs> Where's the son? The son is still missing in limbo. Where's the... How is he sleeping at night with all this stuff going on? Where's the child? He ain't questioning nothing. Where's the little boy? He was the... a victim. Hold up. I seriously want to know where was this little boy at? If the mother is a quote unquote dead, and Mary, what's her name about to say? Mary, what's her name? Rachel is flying all over the place. Is the little boy with him? So you leaving this little boy, possibly allegedly, with this man that is so gullible. And this is your youngest family member? Hmm. There's so many. I don't like it. I don't like none of it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> this is why we need to do a visual because of faces that we be making. <laughs> Yo, while all this is going on, I'm sure Ralph Jr. is somewhere grieving I thought you... at this time. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the little boy. No. Oh, the little boy's name was Giorgio Marni. Well, hold up. Yes, they named the the Ge- first son Giorgio Marni. Giorgio Omar- Omar- <laughs> Armani. I must say something right. Giorgio Armani. <laughs> Brewery. <laughs> the brewery. Oh, yeah, so God. it's just like that's even materialistic. I mean, you can name your child what you want, but mm-hmm. really? They named it after the designer. They said because he gonna help us get all this money. Mm-hmm. So and now we don't know where he at. Say, so I'm playing. I don't know if they knew where he was at. Now I don't know where the boy was at. So while, um, so while. Ralph was somewhere morning, I'm pretty sure. And Barry Box was Rachel. <laughs> right. I'm sorry, y'all. Mary and Mary, he had a little lamb was Okay. Oh, Let's God. stop. Let's continue the story. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Rachel and Blanche was while miles away taking trips. To Paris, Rome, and Venice in Monte Carlo. During this time, they purchased 
$600,000, over $600,000 on a Bentley and a Ferrari with the license plate saying Mr. Big and Mr. Big One. They purchased million dollars in real estate and they went on five-star dining experiences and shopping trips using all of Ralph's money. I want to go travel on five-star experiences. Mm-hmm, me too. We ain't got no five-star experiences at. As long as we eating good and it's fancy, oh, I'm yeah. happy. <laughs> I just want one designer item and some nice food. Girl, that's I'll, a vacation. I don't even need that. Just and sightseeing. Nice, just give me a nice scenery, some good food, mm-hmm. a nice bed. I'm good. <laughs> so you can eat and sleep somewhere else. You know I'm going to do it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So one day, this is where everything starts to unfold. Is 11 11 make a wish? So one day. So one day, the detective of Portland, <laughs> of Portland police detective, Liz, was it Krushner? Krushner? No, it was. It was Krushner. Mm. That's what I put. Liz Crutcher <laughs> was driving by Rachel's psychic shop and saw a full-size white Ford pickup truck. And she was like, hmm. But then she saw a Ferrari. And she said as long as she's lived in Portland, their town in Portland, Oregon, she's have never seen a car that fancy there. So this caused her to do a little digging. She said, I'm going to investigate and get to yeah. the bottom of this. If it's the last thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so she did a little digging and she found out that Rachel's, I mean, Ralph's name was on a lot of things regarding the shop. Rachel shop. She found this very odd, and during that time, she was actually doing seminars about elders fraud. So people defrauding elders, Elderly. yeah. Which caused her. I mean, which during this time, she ended up connecting with a detective, Steve Floyd, and they ended up discussing the case. And during the time, somebody named Marlene Marson ended up overhearing uh Liz and Steve disgusting that's the neighbor right yes. yeah because she was the one that said when you would go to that gate you couldn't even see yes it was just nothing but trees she said you go she went back to the gate she said you could see all the way to the other side of the land yes so she overheard them talking about the case so she's like I'm gonna go over to speak to Ralph and see what he, what's going on. Because something ain't right. I said, look at fate. Yes. That's supposed to happen. Right. So what my sister said, she said, like you said, it used to be where you couldn't even see through the land because there was so much trees. She said she pulled up to the gate and saw you could look back, not see any trees. You could see their house from the gate. So was he... She said, during that time, she knew something was wrong because he would have never, he loved that phone way too much to let that stuff happen to it. Yeah, that's a, mm. But he loved, he loved Mary Mox more and Rachel. So. So. 
she went to the farm to discuss this and the investigators went yeah. to the farm because they told him they told him like you know you didn't have to sell this yes the, uh, the land and he said well yes i did because it's my taxes right and, and they, they said, said no, no. You, no, you didn't have to sell this land. Like, he really, I wonder if she was showing him, like, fake documents and stuff to convince him of, like, yeah, this is real, these are real. Right. Because why would, I, I can't see him, her just coming to him saying, you gotta sell, you gotta, we gotta sell it because of taxes. It had to be, I'm sure she had a way of doing it mm-hmm. that looked legit to him, but he didn't know yeah. much, so... So, in 2004, they actually subpoenaed his financial records and saw where a lot of his fortune was going to Mary Marks. I mean, not Mary Marks, sorry. Rachel Lee's account. You just... (laughs) There's a lot of people's names in here. Ralph Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Two days later, they ended up seizing almost $2 million from Rachel Lee's bank accounts. And when they went to search her psychic shop, she had... Five Rolexes, a, a a blank check with Ralph's signature on it, Alrighty. and various Mary Mark disguises with wig, including wigs and hats. When I say when she says wigs and hat, like the wig was Wiggy. literally in the hat. I want to say the hat. Right them. before it was in Party City, wig hat. Yes. So, oh so guess what Rachel did? See, feeling the pressure. She convinced Ralph to write a I'm not the, a victim letters. But it wasn't just one letter. It was like she would yeah. get him to write it until it, it was perfect. To her. Right. right. So he said he wrote this up to five times before it got to the perfect one. And he actually admitted this to the detectives. I was like, I ain't writing no letters. So. Rip up some blank paper. It was found out that he had. Out of six million dollar fortune, mm-hmm. he had only two hundred and two hundred and five, <laughs> two hundred five thousand four hundred and sixty six dollars left of six million dollars, and Rachel had nearly clear, cleared his whole bank put account. The graph up she would have kept. If you put that graph up there, they'll see how much he had and what it went mm-hmm. down to. Oh my gosh, that was. I would have cried. Yeah. And the way he just still kept his, well, on camera, it seemed like he kept his, you could tell he was hurt, mm-hmm. but he still kept his composure. Mm-hmm. And like all his friends said, he was the nicest, most sweetest guy the people that they've ever him. met. Right. So Rachel actually devised a plan for them to go on a trip to the desert, quote unquote. But before they could do that, well, first of all, let me insert the family said that they just knew if they would have, she was able to go through with this, they probably would have never saw Ralph again. Yeah, they said, the investigator said if they waited, te- waited 10 more minutes. Yes. Been, if they through. waited 10 more minutes, she, she, they think she would have dropped him off in the middle of the desert and left, left him there. He wouldn't I know think, what to do. I, think, I feel. No, I don't think she meant the stuff from there. I think they was yeah doing, more than that. Yeah, like yeah, his life. Mm-hmm. And before they were left to this desert trip, whoop whoop, 
The cops arrested Rachel, Portia, and during this time, Ralph was devastated. He didn't want to accept that this was really He didn't want to, right. He didn't want to accept that his life for the past couple, 10 years of this is how, what, this took a course of 10 years, by the way. This was an old few months. This wasn't even one year. This was 10 years that this whole scam went down. I know that. So 10 years of his life as he knew it was over. It's about the no him mon- and the fraud. I would have killed it. <laughs> He's still trying at? to figure out where this baby is. Yeah, he walking and talking in school somewhere <laughs> now. <laughs> but probably don't even know who he is. Oh my gosh. Sadly. So. So. After oh, that, okay. Oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. Did would you have something to say? Oh, I'll go. Okay, so so husband Blanche, he takes in $2.5 million and helps the feds track down Ralph's stolen assets. That's why he didn't get time. Mm, he did actually get time. But he didn't get as much He pled guilty to money laundering and tax charges. And the judge sentenced him in 2005 to two years in prison. Yeah. But he a, that he took a deal. Yeah. So in order for helped. him to help, yes. And Rachel, she also pled guilty to conspiracy to commit wire fraud, money laundering, and failure to pay taxes. She wasn't paying taxes? No. And but the she judge sentenced telling him that he had to and he telling him he had that. what a oxy what isn't that a coincidence, huh? So <laughs> the judge sentenced her to two to eight years in oh sorry. The judge sentenced her to eight years and four months in prison. And Mary Marks, aka Portia, she also pled guilty to conspiracy and ended up being sentenced to two years. Let me say something. When she revealed who she was to yeah. um to Ralph. Like she still came in there. Well, yeah, she came in there yes. with the disguise on and everything like that. Right before and you she, say that, she agreed to. It was a special meeting where she agreed to meet him. And you can go ahead. Before I just wanted to point out how he got to, there. I'm about to say that. Okay. But. Anyway, she revealed who she really was, and the way she did it, she said in her in her English accent, as <laughs> "Hello, Ralph, it's Mary Marks." And then she takes off her wig and her hat, her wig hat, and reveals who she really is, and starts talking in American accent in front of him, regular, like you know, here, because she was from America. And he, they say he almost passed out. And he still didn't want to accept it. And even when... Hello, Ralph. It's hay fever. <laughs> it's hay fever. <laughs> and even when, like, the interviewers went to go visit him on his... I'm about to say his horse farm. On his tree farm. Mm-hmm. He still had his wedding band on. And this lady's already locked up. Like... Yeah. He just don't want to let go of he said he doesn't want to let go of um 
the good times. So it's yeah. kind of like, I understand it, but at the same time, it's like those good times were false. But, I mean, he lost his his hard work, earned money, hard-earned money, his father's hard-earned money, Legacy. his father, his fake wife, his fake son, his fake friend. It's like he's left with nothing he's but. He's probably he's, lonely. Yeah, he still has hope. I mean, he's like, he's going to still like rebuild his trees and stuff. Yeah, he said, come back in 10 years. This is going to look like a different farm. Why you look like that? Because I'm just like, is he? I hope so. Yeah. He might not be there in 10 years, but. Because he, at this time, he's like. He might, because if it just he was fifty seven when he, he first started, ten years, he'd be 70 67. Something. So he might be what? How old? Seventy something. Seventy something. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully he have. I hope, and I'm wishing good things towards you, Ralph. Yeah, because this is really Jr. sad story. I'm hoping that you have. Your millions back. I'm hoping you're retired. Like yeah. Retired. Speaking of that. And I'm hoping that you're loving life and enjoying life and just relaxing and not stressing and not worried about all this that you went through because you went through a lot. That's all I wanted to say. To speak on that, Ralph actually did end up getting a lot of his assets back. Assets recovered. So that that's really good information. Mm-hmm. And he said he doesn't want to ever speak of this ever again. Never again. So he ain't saying like that, y'all. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he, he seemed like a real calm guy. And he said he still considers Giorgio his son. So, so I wonder if he gets to see him. It's that's weird. crazy. That's none of my business. But. I mean, to the, he was attached to this boy. He thought it was his. Mm-hmm. So that is our crazy story. What a sad, devastating story. Mm. People, when you meet somebody, make sure you do your due diligence because somebody else will end up doing it for you. Like she, she seen, when he came in there, she seen a victim. She seen a vulnerable guy and took full advantage of him. And if you are a fortune teller out there, I hope you ain't scamming innocent people. Because this is sad. This is the second psychic we covered. Episode 9, if y'all want to listen to the Cleo episode. It sounds like it should be for entertainment purposes only. Just go one time if you want to for fun. Don't give no extra stuff in in and out. Or just don't go. Because you never know. Especially if you don't know the people. Never, never, never know. You never know. Why was I saying it? That's not my business. I've been telling you every episode to stop. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm ready to go to sleep. It's been a long night. So thank you for listening to our channel. (laughs) As always, though, tell us what you think. I'm going to post... I'm going to send, put the links down to our um, Facebook group in the show notes when I, um, and tell us what you think about this case, because this is a good one to discuss. 
This is actually the first one where we focused on yeah the victim really. I mean, we said what they did, but I just felt yeah like we did a lot about the victim too because yeah they were impacted a lot. So follow us on anywhere you listen to a podcast at you had me at fraud. If you have a scam story you want to send us, you can send that to you had me at fraud at gmail dot com. You can also. How long did Portia get? Portia got uh, two years and nine months. And the mom got ten, right? And the mom got eight years and four months. Mm-hmm. She need to serve 15. Told you. She got a whole po- bunch of... <laughs> and that actually ended up being shorter than the time that she did all the scamming. That's crazy, right? Mm. Mm. When you look at it like that, that is crazy. I might as well go out here and scam. Um, I don't know you. Cause I, I got. I might as well. Kids. Maybe I'll get a slap on the wrist. Get a slap on the wrist. It's like <laughs> I'm scared to go to jail. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm one of those scary cats. Big Bertha, get you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, follow us on social media. We have um, IG, TikTok, Twitter, and we also have. Instagram, which we post on mainly. Um, yeah, so I guess we'll see you next week. Do you have anything else to say, sis? Thank you for listening to us. We appreciate you. We, we appreciate you. We love what we do because of y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all make it enjoyable. Yes. Be sir. safe. Mm-hmm. Watch your coins. Watch your coins. Watch the people that's around you. That's managing your coins. Manage your coins. <laughs> Make sure you keep an eye on your accounts. And enjoy life. Mm-hmm. See y'all next week. Scam, Scam fam. fam. Bye. Bye.